from San Francisco, California, with your host, Ben Kaspik. This is Locked On Giants Baseball. Welcome back to Locked On Giants Baseball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and I'm thrilled to be with you again today. On this show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, approximately 15 minutes in length, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also insightful and easily digestible, easy for everyone to understand. Coming up on today's show, since it is Tuesday, March 24th, just a couple of days before the regular season would have gotten underway, I do want to talk about what I think the final, final roster was going to look like. I've done a little bit more digging. I know we did this last week, actually, before spring training got shut down, so we weren't yet knowing that it was kind of an irrelevant exercise. But a lot of that discussion was speculative and based on kind of wondering which players had opt-outs, which non-roster invitees, I should say. But I've done a little more close examination and figured out it's still a little bit confusing these rules about you know which players have opt-outs and which don't and you know the guys who sign minor league deals with invitations to spring training which of them will actually potentially go to the minor leagues and which of them would have the opportunity to leave if they don't make the major league roster so I think I've figured it out a little bit better and we're going to go player by player from guys who were on the bubble And I also think this is relevant because it remains possible that the Giants may actually have to make these decisions in the short term. I haven't seen anything said about this, you know, the players and the teams actually coming to an agreement where they don't have to make these decisions right now. It would make sense that they shouldn't have to make these decisions right now. Like the Giants have several non-roster invitees who seem to have enough service time to have opt-outs built into their contract structure so if the Giants don't add them to the major league roster by a given date which as far as we know has not been extended then those players can opt out of those deals and become free agents now normally the consequence of not making the major league roster by this point in time is that they would get sent to the minors but we don't know like can they just stay in limbo right now without being optioned and without making the team and it wouldn't even be op being it wouldn't even be an option because they were minor league deals to begin with so that's part of the complicated nature of these rules so we'll go through and look at who were the locks going to be on the roster and then who are these kind of tweener guys and what was their status and how do i think it was going to shake out given that status and i think it does give us a much clearer picture and we start to see probably what the way it was going to go. And I think it's relevant, again, because the Giants may have to make these decisions and then we will actually know like what was that 26-man roster going to look like. We may actually find that out in the next couple of days. In terms of who I think was for sure going to make the roster, we have pretty much most of the starting rotation. Johnny Cueto, who was named the opening day starter, Jeff Samarja, Kevin Gosman, and Drew Smiley. So, of course, there was a competition for that fifth starter spot, and we'll just call it five starters for now, even though we don't know it could have been a six-man rotation. And Tyler Beatty was very much in that mix and probably the front runner, 
But of course, he now is going to undergo Tommy John surgery. So that, to me, left that competition between Logan Webb, who has minor league options, being, you know, he's just a rookie. So, of course, he has minor league options. Tyson Ross, who they were not stretching out as a starter in the spring. He was pitching, like, in one-inning appearances. And he has six-plus years of service time, and it was a minor league deal, non-roster invitee. So that means, I believe, he is one of the players who was going to get the chance to opt out if he didn't make the major league roster. So that's something to keep in mind. Also, Trevor Cahill, same situation as Tyson Ross, has enough service time to opt out of his deal. Trevor Oaks was in that competition. He has two minor league options. So to me, that's kind of the mix. Andy Suarez and Derek Rodriguez were also involved, but they also have minor league options. And I think Logan Webb is a superior talent. So, you know, all three of those guys had options. And I would see Logan Webb winning out. The only question is Cahill and Tyson Ross. Would you rather keep them than lose them and have them in your rotation? So we'll see if we can fit Logan Webb into that fifth starter spot. But for now, because we don't want to lose Trevor Cahill, he was being stretched out like a starter. We're going with Trevor Cahill in that fifth starter spot. So then we've got a rotation of Cueto, Gosman, Samarja, Smiley, Cahill. That is a 100% veteran rotation something we talked about a lot as spring training rolled on, that they could do that, have this pure veteran rotation and have a second line, an entire strong-ish starting rotation in the minors with like, it was going to be Beattie, Webb, Suarez, uh, Rodriguez, and potentially like Jelly coming up through the system as well. So anyway, there's our five. So now we need eight pitchers. The point about 26-man rosters is that There's going to be a cap on 13 pitchers, and I think teams would be wise to max that out. So I do anticipate the Giants will go with 13 pitchers. So there's five. And then in the bullpen, I've got Harleen Garcia being a virtual lock because he is on the active roster and does not have minor league options. So they don't want to lose him. He was pitching well in spring. He's a left-handed pitcher who isn't just a platoon pitcher. So I've definitely got him in my bullpen. The Giants do have a lot of flexibility in the bullpen. They're not there aren't too many like major leaguers who can't be optioned here. Like Sam Coonrod, I've got as a lock, even though he definitely could have been sent to the minors. But we'll go Coonrod, Garcia, Trevor Gott, Danny Jimenez, rule five pick, so they didn't want to have to return him to the Blue Jays. So he's there. Tyler Rogers, I think, has definitely earned a spot in the bullpen. Tony Watson, assuming he was going to be healthy. That's six. And so we only have two spots left. And the pitchers who are still in the mix here are Logan Webb, Tyson Ross, Nick Vincent, Jerry Blevins, Trevor Oaks, Andrew Triggs, and Wandy Peralta. The thing is, just Ross, Vincent, and Blevins stand to be lost if they don't make the Major League roster because they have six-plus years of service time. Logan Webb has options. Trevor Oaks has options. Andrew Triggs doesn't have enough service time and signed a minor league deal anyway, so he can't opt out, as far as I understand. And Wandy Peralta also has options. So honestly, we may actually say, okay, Coonrod is going to be optioned, and we'll, we'll go with Tyson Ross, Nick Vincent, and Jerry Blevins in order to just keep everybody as, a, as opposed to having to lose at least somebody 
So that would give them a bullpen of Garcia, Gott, Jimenez, Rogers, Watson, Ross, Vincent, Blevins. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, I'm not sure that that's how it would have gone because a lot of it is merit-based. It's not just about keeping guys that you stand to lose. For example, I believe Jerry Blevins like really, really struggled in spring. So do they even care if they don't keep him in their organization? In which case we could easily have seen any one of the other guys who didn't make the cut in Webb, Coonrod, Oaks, Triggs, and Wandy Peralta. Anyway, coming up in the second half of the show, we'll do our analysis on the position player side. It's a little less complicated, a little less flexibility. So look forward to breaking that down. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale in 2020. If you're looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings Smart Scales are known for durability and an exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from every weigh-in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of Smart Scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you need to have your phone on you. But Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, even a local weather report. The scale can support up to eight users and even know who is who. So here's the deal. You can get 25% off a Withings Body Plus right now at withings.com for a very limited time. Go to withings.com, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. What are you doing for the game? A universal question. Whether the casual follower, the tweets everything, the beginner, the diehard, the stat nerd, the smack talker, the appetizer guy, the couldn't care less, or the makes everything into a competition person, we all have our place in the sports world. The same personalities apply to fantasy sports and League Commish exists to ensure your fantasy sports experience is the best one for you. We match managers to leagues as we lay the foundation for your new league. It's as easy as sign up with your preferences, get matched, and approve of that match before any commitment on your end. Sign up with League Commission and receive 15% off by entering in the code LOCKEDON in the referred by section of the sign-up form. The first 25 people to sign up using our code receive their first match free. What are you doing for the game? Find your next fantasy sports league at leaguecommish.com. All right, here in the second half of the show, we're just going to break down what I think the 13-man position player mix was going to look like for the Giants in 2020. The regular season, of course, would have gotten underway in two days, and so these decisions would have had to have been made right about now. So that's why we're doing this at this point in time. So obviously we have locks in Posey, Belt, Crawford, Wilmer Flores, Evan Longoria, Alex Dickerson, Hunter Pence, and I, I, I would call Mike Yastrzemski also a lock. So that's eight guys. That's basically a full slate of starting caliber offensive players. And what I mean is that, you know, it takes eight guys to, to fill out a diamond other, other than the pitcher, and then they have eight locks here. But in terms of the backup catcher, I'm going with Tyler Heineman. He was having, I think, a little bit of a better spring compared to Rob Brantley. 
and he is a switch hitter, which gives him that little extra piece of versatility that Brantley might not have had. Heineman also, I believe, has the reputation as being the superior defender. I'm not so sure they would have stuck with those two guys as the only options. They might have gone outside the organization, but for now we've got Posey and Heineman behind the plate. In the infield mix, where it gets weird is Darren Ruff was having an incredible spring, but was signed to a minor league deal uh, and only has two years of service time. So I do believe that he is one of those guys who could just be sent to the minors without his consent. Mauricio Dubon obviously has options, but it did uh, you know, certainly appear to me that he was going to make this team as well especially with the versatility he brings being able to play center field and middle infield. The one guy who had enough service time to reject an assignment to the minor leagues and was brought in as a non-roster invitee was Billy Hamilton. So to me, that means he was making the team. And based on what we heard from Kapler and even Farhan Zaidi sometimes talking about Billy Hamilton, it did sound like not only was he likely to make the team, but they were excited about him being on the team. And to me, he may have been the starting center fielder. I know he can't hit a lick, but he's still been a valuable player in his career thanks to just defense and base running. So I've got Hamilton on my team. As I said, I put Mauricio Dubon in there as well. So that gives us 11 players I've already said are kind of locks. With the remaining guys in the mix... Donovan Solano, Yolmer Sanchez, Darren Ruff, Joey Rickard, Jalen Davis, and Austin Slater. Six guys for two spots. So the roster as I had it had obviously Posey and Heineman at catcher. And then in the infield, it's a mix of Belt, Crawford, Dubon, Flores, Longoria. To me, it's missing an extra infielder there. Uh, Nobody besides... Maybe Flores has really been playing third base in addition to Longoria, so there's no true backup kind of third baseman in that mix. And so of the remaining guys who haven't yet made the team, we've got Solano and Yolmer Sanchez kind of capable of filling that role. So to me, that was a real competition. So it looks like it could have gone either way. And I think Solano is just slightly redundant with Mauricio Dubon in this scenario. So we'll go with Yolmer Sanchez making the team which potentially puts him as the starting second baseman against right-handed pitching. So then in the outfield, we've got Dickerson and Pence, kind of a platoon in left. We've got Yastrzemski, and we've got Billy Hamilton, and Mauricio Dubon is also in that mix as well. But we do have room for one more player, and our remaining players are Donovan Solano, Darren Ruff, Joey Rickard, Jalen Davis, and Austin Slater. And to me, the guy who would fit the best here is kind of a right-handed compliment potentially to uh, Mike Yastrzemski in right field. And so that does leave the door open for Jalen Davis and Austin Slater here. But both of those guys do have minor league options. Joey Rickard was a non-roster invitee and doesn't have enough service time to reject that assignment to the minors. Same goes with Darren Ruff and same goes with Donovan Solano, who has an option. I mean, What I mean by same goes is that they all could be sent to the minors, it appears. So they could go a number of different ways. They could go with Darren Ruff making the team and then kind of moving Dubon more to like an everyday outfielder instead of being just an extra piece in the infield. And that very well may be what they would have done because Ruff represents a real threat offensively and could platoon at first base with Brandon Belt. And he could even play some corner outfield potentially. The issue is, do you 
is there a scenario where you want Ruff and like Pence both in the outfield at the same time? Because that's kind of what it would look like against a left-handed pitcher potentially. But, you know, given Jalen Davis's struggles in spring, given the fact that Austin Slater still has an option, I could have seen them going with Ruff, who just, it would have been hard to keep him off the roster given how well he was playing in the spring. I think eventually the plan would be for Jalen Davis to get that opportunity, but I'm not sure they felt that he was ready to take it coming out of the gate here in 2020. So I'll go with that, and they get to keep Solano, Rickard, Davis, and Slater, of course, and the final 13-man Position player mix would be Posey, Heineman, Belt, Crawford, Dubon, Flores, Longoria, Sanchez, Dickerson, Pence, Yastrzemski, Hamilton, and Ruff. So go ahead, tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me why it's stupid to have all these veterans on the Major League roster. I did it just so they could keep everybody else and just kind of start the season and see, let it unfold as it would and see who really struggles, and then they can make that decision with more time under their belt and without having to lose people just to make a quick decision based on spring training results. So that is all the time we have for today. Remember to get this show every weekday. You need to hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspic. You can follow me on Twitter at Ben Kaspic, where I currently have a prompt about what you would rather see me live stream and talk about MLB the show or out of the park baseball. So go on Twitter, find that prompt and please answer that question if you're at all interested in either of those and that may be starting up soon here like if we're going to do the show MLB the show that will will start playing games with the start of the regular season on Thursday as it would have been so anyway that wraps up this edition of Locked On Giants now tell your smart device to play the latest episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball thanks for listening and we'll see you next time 